This message comes from NPR sponsor HubSpot. With HubSpot Sales Hub, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked on a highly customizable platform so you can find, track, and close deals all in one place. Try it for yourself at HubSpot.com sales. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Amy Held. The U.S. will maintain a significant military presence in the Middle East as the war between Israel and Hamas rages on in Gaza, according to the White House. John Kirby, spokesman for the National Security Council, spoke a short time ago. As the president has made clear, the United States does not seek conflict with any nation or actor in the Middle East, nor do we want to see the war between Israel and Hamas widen in the region. But neither will we shrink from the task of defending ourselves, our interests, our partners, or the free flow of international commerce. The U.S. military is maintaining a force in the Red Sea responding to Houthi attacks disrupting shipping. Israel's Supreme Court has dealt another legal blow to Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Earlier this week, they struck down the law his government passed, limiting the court's powers of judicial review. Now the court is pushing back against a law shielding Netanyahu from being removed from office. NPR's Daniel Estrin has this report from Tel Aviv. Last year, Netanyahu's government passed a law that the only way to declare a prime minister unfit to serve is if he's physically or mentally incapacitated. That law was passed to make it hard to remove Netanyahu from office. The attorney general determined Netanyahu faced a conflict of interest. He's on trial for corruption charges and also advanced legislation to weaken Israel's judiciary. Now the court has ruled by a one-vote majority that the law can only take effect after the next election, when a new government takes power. The court ruled that the law was unfairly tailor-made to fit Netanyahu and his legal situation. Daniel Estrin, NPR News, Tel Aviv. Harvard University is now searching for a new president. Claudine Gay resigned yesterday after serving just six months. As NPR's Tovia Smith reports, she came under fire for her testimony to a House committee investigating campus anti-Semitism, then for allegations of plagiarism in her own academic writing. While Gay was taking heat for testifying that calls for genocide against Jews wouldn't necessarily violate Harvard's rules, The mounting allegations of plagiarism appear to have sealed her fate. Harvard professor and former NAACP head Cornell William Brooks calls the charges overblown and racially motivated. He blames a campaign against what some on the right deride as woke campuses. We moved to literally the presidency of Harvard becoming a plaything in the culture wars. So in other words, this is not about Harvard. It's about New Hampshire and Iowa. Others at Harvard welcomed the news, denying that politics or race fueled Gay's ouster. As grad student Shabbos Kestenbaum put it, she failed to lead and let anti-Semitism spin out of control. Tovia Smith, NPR News. At last check on Wall Street, stocks are broadly lower. This is NPR News. A Republican-led House committee is advancing efforts to impeach Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. They allege he has been derelict in his duty to manage the U.S.-Mexico border amid a historic surge in migration. A federal appeals court has ruled the Biden administration cannot use a federal emergency care law to require Texas hospitals provide abortions for women whose lives are at risk due to pregnancy. Olivia Aldridge from member station KUT reports. 
After the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade in 2022, the Biden administration issued guidance saying physicians must provide an abortion when it's required to stabilize a pregnant patient with an emergency condition. The administration cited the 1986 Emergency Medical Treatment and Active Labor Act and said it supersedes any state laws banning abortion. The state of Texas, which has an abortion ban with few exceptions, appealed this guidance, saying it amounted to an illegal abortion mandate. A judge initially sided with Texas in 2022, issuing a temporary injunction against the guidance. The Fifth Court of Appeals ruling unanimously affirmed that injunction, saying the federal law does not mandate medical treatments, nor does it preempt Texas abortion laws. For NPR News, I'm Olivia Aldridge in Austin. Mexico's interior minister says 31 kidnapped migrants have now been rescued. The migrants came from Venezuela, Colombia and elsewhere and were taken at gunpoint while riding in a bus over the weekend in a northern region ridden by organized crime and drug violence. This is NPR News.